0: Hey, I'm Vinny. And I'm Nat. And this is the Relatively Fit Podcast. Hello. Hi. Is anyone there? Is anybody there? What's that song? Don't worry. Do you remember the... um... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Do you remember... Um, I know, I can't even remember what they're called. They're not called The Wanted. And I'm only thinking of The Wanted because there's a band member of The Wanted who has a brain tumor. Yeah. Did you hear about that? I did. Yeah. Poor and guy. they have bangers, I'm sorry. The sun goes down, da, 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 and all that counts is here and now. Oh, 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 oh. Um, I'm glad you came that song. Anyways, they no. were The Wanted. But this was another not the fray what's that band i'm falling to pieces wow i don't know
1: <laughs> but they have a my song. ears are
0: falling to pieces <laughs> <laughs> but wow. they have a song right i know who you mean but you i know don't know who? what they're called right yes yes i was gonna say the weekend but that is because someone else no, that, that is, is like one a, person one person but <laughs> they, this band has a song and it says i think one of the lyrics is something like i don't care because i don't know is anybody there or something like this okay i'm gonna giggle it really quickly please do because you're singing them. and i have it i have them in <laughs> in my itunes because oh what are they called Um, I'm falling to pieces. It's right there, but I can't... You know the song as well. And I can see their faces as well. I'm falling to pieces because I don't know what the... I'm not supposed to do when the best part of me was always you and... What am I supposed to say we when I'm all idea. junked up and you're okay? Yes. Uh, you know them, yes, right? I know. I'm falling to pieces. I yes. just can't. This is a live Google session. I the, just... script! the script. The script. Yes. Because <laughs> I can see their faces, but I just the couldn't script. remember. The script. Yes. Yeah, so the script has a song. Let me see if I can find it in my iTunes. No, I'm falling to pieces. You're not no, falling to pieces. The script had a song. Um, I used to love the script, you know. They were all right. It is saying no, but my heart is giving in. Yes, anybody there? Okay, i (laughs) So, yes, I just wanted to say. In a long-winded way that you saying is there's anybody there Mm. just reminded me of the script and how much I used to love them. That album came out in 2008. It's a pop album. Wow. And it's just called the script. And then they had another album that came out and it's called like Love and Faith or something like this. Mm. They were very much yes of their time. Yes. So where are they now? Are they about still? I haven't heard anything of them. I mean, let's Google their um, Love and Faith. Is it called Love and Faith? The scripts. Let me find it. Welcome to the music review. I know. Relatively fit of taking a break. Science and faith it's called. Right. But you know what? Here's the thing. I feel like music. Yeah. It plays a big part in like my day-to-day with what I do Mm -hmm. but I just think like culturally as well like music's just like a big part of our life yes it always has been it always has been like do you remember waking up on Saturday morning and you wake up because mum's like playing music while she's like hoovering and stuff and that was kind of like our wake-up call to like do the same get up get up (laughs) um Sunday when she's cooking mm -hmm. she's got the music on and then um when we were younger and mum used to like pop to the shops and stuff. We'd have on Yo MTV Raps and stuff Yo, in the MTV morning, Saturday raps. morning. Yeah. I met the Yo MTV Raps man. Ed Lover or the other guy. Um, what was the other guy called? What's his name? In New, When we was in New York. Yes, 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 yes. Um, um Look that one up. Because I know he's and he wore a big hat. I love this hi guys so yeah we're just like motivating you to be fit and be well and stuff but also like telling you to listen to all the music yeah fab five Freddy. that's the one yes 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 fab five Freddy. yeah yeah anyway hi yeah so moving it back into the direction that we're meant to be going in what are we talking about today? Um, we're talking about. Oh well, maybe we should ask a question. What's the question? How much do you get? <laughs> Ooh, what are we talking about? Are we talking about horizontal fox No, I'm. I'm not, not dealing with that about with you. You're my sister. Sugar. Like, oh, okay. Are we talking about uh, the money? Horizontal fox drop. No, because yeah, <laughs> like. I swear, like, did I read this somewhere or did I hear it somewhere, yeah? We used to say that, the horizontal foxtrot. No, but I'm saying, like, in terms of mammals, yeah, only humans and dolphins do the horizontal foxtrot for, like, fun. Fun. (laughs) I guess you all know what we're trying to say, you know. Actually dying. But, yeah, like, I think... Bringing it back to, obviously, what this podcast is about (laughs) and, like, movement and stuff. Ew, staying in our lane yeah you burn like (laughs) calories and stuff when you're just like you're fox trotting anyway and then okay sugar i don't know the science of all of that well maybe (laughs) again we can just like hashtag google but um we're not talking about them things there we're talking about no leap yes so how much do you get eight hours six hours none at all right so let me just say something real quick go i okay so when dad passed away i had like awful trouble like trying to get sleep and Mm. i never suffered with like insomnia or like getting up multiple times in a night Mm -hmm. but then i that was that was when Mum actually allowed me after all these years, to have a TV in the bedroom. Wow, that means you're a big girl now, you know, when you've got a TV in your room. Yeah. Such a big girl. These times I was like, what, 21? Listen, West (laughs) Indian parents do not be letting you have a, a... tv in your bedroom until you're at least 17 or 18 <laughs> like all my friends were like oh yeah my tv in my bedroom i was like no none this at all no, it's my tv no because yeah. i don't know what you're going to be watching at night yeah <laughs> oh my god that was the reason <laughs> yeah, that literally that was, the was, reason. was the reason that was the reason yeah but yeah so i got a tv and i think it was just like the background noise of the tv that would help me sleep mm-hmm. um but on average i was maybe getting about six to seven um I feel like now, because of my schedule, I I try to be quite strict. Mm-hmm. Um, I do find it difficult. And I also find it difficult because sometimes, like when you're in bed, like you just end up scrolling on your phone or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I've actually found that now that, I've moved in with my love. Now <laughs> you're married. <laughs> Weirdo. Weird. Um, but now this has happened. And now you've moved in with him. You're not sleeping at all. Ooh, you're disgusting. <laughs> Actually, we are sleeping. I don't uh, want to know anything <laughs> to do with... I don't want to know. Let's continue. Me, if you let me finish, yes, what sorry. I was trying to say was... <laughs> he gets up early for work. Mm-hmm. So in him getting up early, he starts to wind down at about 10. And because of that, it kind of encourages me to do the same because mm-hmm. it's like, well, I don't have anyone to talk to because he's going to sleep now. So maybe I should just go to sleep too. And then Aww. we go to sleep. And then we wake up and sometimes I wake up after him but because he's getting ready for work, it will kind of stir me a little bit. So, in a good way or a bad way? No, in a good way. So, really? By the time it's time for me to wake up, like I was getting there anyway. Can and I just say, this is a wonderful development because, oh, <laughs> so I would come around early on a Saturday morning and I'd like bounce into mum's house and I'd be like, morning. And mum will be like, oh, hello, dear, because she's been up since five o'clock. She's been on YouTube watching videos and all types of things. And I'll bounce around the house making noise like I normally do. And I'll go to Venetia. to no, shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> she's like the angriest person. All right. Shut the door. So let, me, te- so all right, let me tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it- I don't really need that energy when like my eyes are just waking up like. Like I need a gradual incline. And that's the reason I have to say, that's the reason why I love my Lumi light so much. I think I've mentioned it on here before. I think you have, yeah. Um, But it is an alarm clock. And um, basically depending on how you set it, the time you wake up, it starts, the lamp comes on, but it's not like a sharp, bright Instant Mm. light, it's like a gradual incline, just like a sunrise basically. So it starts like a deep red into like an orange, into like a yellow, into like a bright white Mm. light. And it does that over the space of, I think you can say as either 45 minutes or you can set it to 30 or 20 minutes. So it's like a gradual. So I need, that's what I need in the morning. So when he gets up in the morning, mm-hmm. he's not shouting good morning at me. Morning! Or he's not like, he's <laughs> hes being as quiet as possible. I hear him, but I know he's trying to be quiet because he knows that I'm still sleeping. Okay. Um. So yeah, I feel like, I say all that to say that. I feel that because this has happened now, it's kind of really set like our bedtime and our wake time. So I I can now say that I wind down for bed at around 10 mm-hmm. and I'd maybe fall asleep around 10.30 to 11. That window between 10.30 and 11, I fall asleep. And then I'll generally wake up about 7.30ish, I'd say, or start stirring at about 7.30. So how many hours is that? So like that mass? will work out to be about, maybe about eight. Okay. I think 11.00. 11, 11. 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Yeah, about 8. That's decent. Eight, 8, and a half. Um, Which is pretty good. And then obviously I do have mornings where I'm up to teach like an early class. Mm-hmm. Um, So that might maybe cut it down to 6 to 7. How do you feel when you get up after the 6 to 7 as opposed to the 8? Um. Any difference or just none at all? I think it's it's definitely different because it's not a natural time to wake up for me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why actually it's quite nice the way um Andre and I wake up together because it's it's not like you know, sometimes your alarm can go off and it can really jolt you and you're just not ready yet. I can't say I've ever had that because I always wake up before the alarm. Oh, okay. <laughs> my well, story's different to yours, but we'll get to me in a minute. <laughs> we'll get to you in a minute. But sometimes, and this is another reason why I really like my lamp, is because you can choose your wake-up sound. And my wake-up sound is birds singing. Oh, beautiful. So lovely. So it's so gentle. And it kind of feels like, you know when you're looking after a baby and it's like it's coming to the end of their nap time and you're gently trying to wake them up? Like you don't want oh, to start no, them. No, no. But you're like, oh, come on. And it's just like a gentle roll. No, and then they kind of like stretch and it's like, oh, I don't really want to get up yet, but okay. And then they kind of wake up. That's how I feel with my lamp. Listen, when your niece was asleep, it was party time for me. I'm not waking up nobody. Uh, <laughs> Let her sleep. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> but um, so yeah, when I have to wake up, obviously earlier Mm -hmm. it definitely feels different in my body okay um do you feel as well rested um i feel like that's a kind of hard question to answer because i guess my life is so physical yeah sometimes even when i do have like eight hours i still maybe that's Within my body, I feel tired. Mm-hmm. Um, mentally, like I'm switched on, but like yeah. my body feels tired. So, like that's quite hard to answer. Yeah. Um, but it de- it definitely feels different. Me waking up on, let's say, a Wednesday when my day starts at like maybe about eleven, mm-hmm. is definitely different to like when I wake up on a Friday when I have to wake up at like five a.m. Yeah. Or yeah. So yeah, that, that's me. Talk to us a little bit about your sleep situation. Well, um, I think it started at uni all those years ago where I'd go to classes in the day and I had a part-time job and I'd do a lot of my work at night. So I got into terrible sleep patterns from then. Um, Then I started working after uni and everything, fell into a regular work pattern and sleep pattern. Then when I had Namaya eight years ago now, um, I know my (laughs) sleep patterns changed again because obviously babies wake up a lot of the times in the night. So... I never fully went to sleep literally when I brought her home from the hospital because I had the kind mm. of like new mum anxiety where I was like checking she was breathing, like standing there staring at her like a oh really my God. weird person. Can I say something? <laughs> I remember like a few times that you left her in like our care, yeah. but like mainly mine. Yeah. And I used to be like, oh my God yeah she stops breathing and I used to just go in the room and then like put my ear by her back yeah yeah and then I'd be like okay she's still alive okay cool like we're we're doing something right yeah like totally because even I read somewhere that if you're unsure and they're like sleeping on their back like get a little mirror and see if it frosts up (laughs) (laughs) and if it frosts up obviously they're breathing and they're alive they're just asleep so I had the new <sighs> mum anxiety, so I didn't sleep for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And then as she got older and would sleep through the night, I still didn't sleep. So I think I got myself into a terrible situation where having her, I just didn't sleep properly ever again. Oh. Um. So I've read books, I've tried different things. There's lots of apps out there. But consistency is key, as we've said, with working out, training, whatever you're doing. And I've never been consistent enough. Um, So I'll give you an example of my evening. So I'll finish work, I'll cook, you know, do some reading with Namaya, watch some TV, whatever, read, study. And she'll go to bed, and then I will be on my tablet for a while, and I'm also studying as well, so I'll do some homework, and I'll start to feel a little bit tired at about 11 o'clock. If I go off before that, I'll wake up at about half 12. So I try to stay up as long as I possibly can, I think the latest I've stayed up till is about one. When I do that, I'll go to sleep, but then I'll wake up at about four. And then I'll sort of lie awake or get up and look out the window or sometimes go for a wee. um, And I'll try and make myself go back to sleep. And then I reckon maybe at about five-ish, I'll nod off again. Then I'll wake up again oh, at about quarter to seven. So, oh, yeah. This sounds very stressful. Yeah, <laughs> so I am like a baby. <laughs> you are just like a baby. Yeah, because Oh, some my people, gosh. I mean, the NHS website says that the symptoms... Well, some of the symptoms of sleep issues are finding it difficult to sleep, lying awake most of the night, waking up several times, and feeling like you haven't slept when you got up. I have... All, All of, of that them. apart from feeling like you haven't slept when you get up. Because mm. this is the thing. I've been to the doctors about this and I, you know, because they say, apart from being honest with yourself, the only other person you have to be completely honest with, obviously, you know, your significant other, mm. is your doctor. Yeah, yeah. So I went to the doctor and I said, look, this is my sleeping pattern. I even kept a sleep diary and I Did took that. You? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, so oh, wow. I went to the doctor and I said all of this and I showed the doctor my sleep diary and she said, so how do you feel when you get up? And I knew everything hung on that. Yeah. So I guess she was expecting me to say I feel like crap. But the thing is, I feel absolutely fine. Like when I wake up at four o'clock in the morning, I could go to work like if I was still going into the office, I could literally have a shower, put my clothes on and go to work. I feel no ill effects of the lack of sleep. Until what time though? Well, this is the thing. So at about four o'clock in the afternoon now, I want to go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, when before COVID and we were in the office, that's literally you could set your watch by me I'd be going over to the staff canteen looking for sweet confectionery (laughs) or some type of crisp, some kind of cake, some kind of soft drink, something with sugar Mm. to keep my mind ticking over because I'm fading fast at four o'clock. But once I get that sugar hit, I'm absolutely fine. So there is an issue there that I need to deal with. And like I said, I've read the books and I've been to the doctors. And the doctor actually said, well, if you're not feeling any ill effects, you just have to come to terms with the fact that you're not a person that needs a lot of sleep. And I thought, okay, fine. Because Mm. I I did a bit of research mm, and I'd heard that, you know, not that I care about Margaret Thatcher, but it's like basically a lot of high performing people Mm. only get four to five hours of sleep a night so they were kind of spinning it as a good thing Mm. but then I've read a lot of studies and articles and it's like your body repairs when you sleep yeah your mind rests when you sleep so I think this is the reason yeah Mm. exactly why we wanted to bring it up because exactly it's such an important part again I guess like you know, we're here or we decided to do this obviously to motivate motivate people, um, but also like educate people, like share our findings too. And mm-hmm. actually it's about movement but also it's about health and wellness in a full 360 sense. Mm-hmm. And that includes stuff like rest and recovery. Yeah. And the reason why sleep is actually really important it is so it's it's cool to hear your story yeah because um like when i tell people they're like oh my gosh i'd die if i don't get eight hours and mm. part of me would love to know what that feels like yeah. <laughs> to actually close my eyes at a certain time and then wake up many hours later and be like oh i slept all night like cannot tell you the last time I slept like all night Mm -hmm. and I must admit like I said I got into bad practices from my uni days and I never really broke out of them properly um I mean we're gonna come to it you know at the end where how we can kind of help sleep problems and I guess I should take some of my own advice the bloody phone (laughs) like (laughs) I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm checking my emails. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at that. I'm like, oh, what's going on here? Mm -hmm. Let me read the news. And really, I should be practicing better sleep hygiene, putting my phone down, making the room dark, preparing myself for sleep, just like I'd prepare myself for work or prepare myself for whatever. But... I can't do it I can but there's lots of interesting things for me to look at <laughs> oh and it's always at night time but do you know what it's funny about that is <laughs> again it's like all about forming the habit and we yes. have done an episode about like habit forming and stuff if you haven't listened to it like definitely do but even like I totally understand what you're saying about the phone thing like it's mm. just it it's almost like ingrained now it's like when you get into bed, you just reach for your phone, or like totally, it's, all it's the just it, it's almost like an automatic, like, reaction. Like, also, like, someone put out. I think his name is Jeremy, I can't remember his name, but he does a lot of TikTok videos. And this mm. one like killed me because everybody does it. When you step into like a party or an event and mm. it's like, you don't see your friends and you're just kind of like, uh, oh, oh, okay, okay. You get out your phone and then like, you're just gro- like you're just <laughs> you're doing pretending. nonsense. Like you're just pretending like <laughs> yeah. y- you open the calendar. Why are you opening the calendar? You're then scrolling through each screen of your phone. Like, what are you looking for? <laughs> yeah. It's just like an automatic <laughs> response. Yeah. So it's like, how can you snap out of that? And actually, interestingly about like what you're saying about preparing yourself for sleep mm. is with the phone now, I mean, I haven't done it this week because I haven't really needed to. I haven't done it in about two or three weeks, but it got to a point where I actually switched my phone off. Wow. Because now I'm just like, well, it's off. What am I going to do? Press the button, wait for it to like mm. warm up and then it's on. What do I do? Like by the time you do all of that, like just forgetting <laughs> just it. To just to sleep. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah that's really interesting i think yeah like you mentioned at the end we'll probably run over some other things that we can possibly do to like help um with our sleep but um i did some research and i came across this neuroscientist and his name is matthew walker and like oh just super interesting um facts that he was sharing he has like quite a few ted talks and stuff um so if you're interested in any of this kind of stuff like please do watch them um i think he's done like a couple interviews with roger federer or he references roger federer quite a lot and a few big sports people um usain bolt and lebron james and stuff like that really high level athletes Mm -hmm. and he mentions like how much they sleep um which like a lot of people tend to be quite surprised by so roger federer he actually sleeps 12 hours a day 12 hours yeah in total so he will like maybe sleep 10 hours at night and then have like a two-hour nap in the day um usain bolt sleeps between nine and ten hours um wow lebron james as well about 12 hours Um, and just in like the research that he's done and studies that he's done, um, like it's proven that sleep enhances your performance. And Mm. I think even um, one of the world records that Usain um, did or one of like his races that he won or something like this, um, he actually took a nap before the race. (laughs) and it's like yeah excuse me i'm just gonna prepare my body so when you think about <laughs> it like that actually what sleep can do for you mm-hmm. if like you use it for what it's there for to repair your muscles yeah. to like reset your brain to like cement all of the things that you've learned like into your muscle memory mm-hmm. into your brain cells like it's pretty incredible um so, just a few, I wanted to like highlight a few points that he made. Um, he mentions that after performance, let's just say for your average, everyday athlete, let's say after your long run, then, mm-hmm. um, because of what your body's doing, it does present a form of inflammation in your body. Mm. Um, so this is why after your performance or your push or whatever it is that you're doing um that is when sleep is really really critical Mm -hmm. so I guess yeah for someone like me who I guess in some instances works out for their job is very very active Yeah, like it's important for me to really like once that day is done or once you know I've finished teaching or whatever, Mm. that I do get a good sleep. But that goes for, like, anyone, really. And I don't know how you've been marathon training. I have. So, yeah, like, I guess, has that affected your sleep? Have you felt a little bit more tired or? Well, it's weird because, you know, sometimes someone will say, are you tired? And for me, it's mental and physical because... Mm your body is tired yes like when i did my long run i was like oh my god how am i gonna run a marathon my body is finished finished but in my head i was like oh yeah i'm feeling it's fine (laughs) i was alert i was you know i was fine but physically i just wanted to lie down but not necessarily sleep just stay really still because i was in pain (laughs) (laughs) but I have found that it makes me more physically tired, mm. but not tired as in wanting to sleep tired. Yeah. So, I don't know if I'm explaining that well, but yeah, it doesn't make me think, oh gosh, I need to go to bed now mm. and sleep. It's like I need to go to bed now and just lie down lie and down. look at the ceiling. So that <laughs> might that might actually be like quite an interesting. I guess, experiment mm. where maybe after your long run and you cool down, yeah, like you actually take a nap and then see how you feel. But you have to like, obviously you got to work for this. And also mm. because of the way your sleeping pattern is, it might not happen straight away. But yeah. I think it might be, that might be quite an interesting experiment. Well, actually, well, we'll see how we go on the 3rd of October when mm. I've done the London Marathon. Hey. hey. <laughs> yeah, we can test that out because I mean, As a side note, whenever I do a long run or a marathon, I can't eat afterwards. I feel a bit weird and I don't know if it's all tied in because I've also read that um, lack of sleep leads to like, or can lead to weight gain and things like that because of your, your gut and brain signals and all that type of thing. I don't know, might be something completely irrelevant. Well, to be fair... But I can't eat afterwards. You mentioned before that when you start to crash at work, Mm. you you just head for sugary things. Yeah. And that's really interesting because if that... Like, when you think back to, like, uni days and Mm. when you had to pull an Mm all-nighter, what would you get? Red Bull, you get Haribo's, you get crisp, like... (laughs) You're, like, Yeah. So (laughs) it makes sense, actually, that if you aren't sleeping Mm. that potentially that could be space for you know your diet to change and that to affect like your body or whatever that does i guess well in my head it makes sense but taking it back to um neuroscientist guy matthew um he also mentioned this which i thought was super interesting as well he says that if you get six hours or less of sleep Mm-hmm. Your time to physical exhaustion drops by about thirty percent. Oh, so just to give an example, he was like, "If you was to run a ten k, and by the like at the end of that ten k mm-hmm. is when you've like pushed your hardest and you're like, I can't do anymore. Mm-hmm. If you had a bad night's sleep the night before that ten k, mm-hmm. that will drop your exhaustion level to about 30%. So that means you'll get you'll get exhausted quicker. You get more tired quicker. So yeah. in this instance, if you've run a 10K, instead of you being like, oh my God, flat out at 10K, mm. you'd be like, oh my God, I'm done by about 7K. Can someone drop a mic somewhere, please? Because <laughs> 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 that literally has been my i mean obviously i'm marathon training but that has been my s- situation like i've got to 7k and i'm like mm, is, is there it, a bench nearby is that interesting on? though <laughs> totally interesting i need to go see this guy yeah check out all of his ted talks like they're yeah, really really cool i need to um, and yeah just to kind of roll on some of the points that i um took from some of his talks and some of his research, he mentioned that night work now Mm. is listed as a carcinogen on the WHO website. Um, So the research is there that there's a link between a lack of sleep and cancer. Wow. And that's because the sleep wake rhythm is so disrupted that it actually like affects you on a cellular level. Oh my goodness, Um, wow. And that's that's quite scary. That is quite scary. That's quite scary. Um, but again, really interesting because, like, you just think sleep. You go to sleep. It's dark. Mm. That's what you do at nighttime, yeah. and then you just wake up and you go again. Um, but it does the lack of it. It does have an effect, and I mean, your sleeping pattern is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't going to be negative about it, but it's, but, it's definitely different. Yeah, and could do with some adjustments. Could do with some adjustments, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I guess maybe that works for you or maybe, you know, the way that Roger Federer in total sleeps 12 hours, but actually mm. it's 10 hours at night and a two hour nap. Maybe collectively all of your sleeps add up to a certain amount that is okay, or maybe it could be more. Mm. I don't know. Um, so basically, if I sleep more, I could be like Roger Federer. I mean, who knows? Maybe it it might I'm it might my um <laughs> it might increase your performance. Is basically what I'm getting from here. So if I sleep or, now, do you reckon I could do the marathon in like four hours? No, oh. because um. <laughs> i was thinking like you know what let's cut this i'm going to lie down that takes physical work (laughs) and the training that goes with it but Mm. it's the sleep that will will help that process too yeah it's it's kind of what i'm getting from all of this research is kind of like you know when people say you can't out train a bad diet yeah yeah i i kind of feel it's a little bit of the same Mm. um you. But yeah. Well, it definitely is an issue because it says that 36% of adults in the UK struggle with sleep at least once a week. And almost one in five have trouble falling asleep. And almost half of the UK population has trouble falling asleep at at least once a month. Mm. And the problem affects more women than men. And another thing that I found really interesting was obviously there's different types of sleep disorders you know insomnia sleep apnea which means you know your breathing stops or you've got interrupted breathing you know while you're sleeping restless leg syndrome <laughs> I've had that you want to like kick out <laughs> o- odd ankle angles <laughs> ankles, <laughs> angles and REM behavior disorder which is like acting your dreams out I do know somebody who has I think it's He told me it was called something like old hag syndrome or old hag dreams or something where he says that he feels his whole body is paralysed. So I guess it's the REM behaviour disorder in a way. Well, I'm not sure, but basically he said he will lie there and he said he feels like he can't move and he sees like an a person in his room oh my god someone and comes the person cursed, just comes to yeah. yeah so it it must be a thing oh my god can we google it really quickly i'm sure it's, it's old hag it's called syndrome sleep. something like that i don't know but while you're looking into that there is a new sleep problem and it's come out of covid-19 and it's called corona somnia Oh. So this is a new thing obviously because mental health and things like that you know are being discussed widely at the moment because so much has come out of the pandemic and I'll just read this for you. So what is coronasomnia? Coronasomnia is characterized by an increased um an increase in sleep problems. During the pandemic, as well as symptoms of anxiety, depression, and stress, while insomnia is linked to anxiety and depression, corona-somnia differs from traditional insomnia because it's related to the COVID-19 pandemic. For many, the symptoms start from, well, started or intensified during the pandemic. Um, Reasons for this is financial stress, emotional stress distance from others unpredictability and professional slash work concerns so that's like a new symptom now as well as the others that I've mentioned so you know it really is a serious problem and people that maybe weren't suffering from sleep issues before are suffering from it now obviously due to the stresses and strains of the pandemic So there you go. Interesting. Very interesting. So have you got any like, have you found any like tips or things that people can do to like help their sleep maybe? Well, I'm not really the best person to (laughs) ask to be honest because I've kind of laid it out there what my situation is and I really need to take some of my own advice as we discussed earlier Switching my phone off uh, an hour or two before I need to go to sleep. Um, I've read that creating a peaceful environment helps. I have that. Um, More activity during the day. I do that with all the marathon training. Um, Don't drink too much. (laughs) Mm. I'm going to be... Fully transparent and open and honest. I've tried lots of different things to help myself in terms of sleeping. Sadly, one thing I did try was <laughs> booze. But I realized it didn't help because mm. it gives you like a false sleep. Mm. And when you wake up, you might when be a little you wake bit up, over. Yeah, when you wake up, <laughs> you feel a bit funky, no? yeah. But the thing is i would sleep but mm. then when i got up so the trade-off wasn't yeah, worth, it. worth it it was not worth it so oh, i've just bared a bit of my soul there <gasps> but you know i have tried this is to show you all that you know just try different things but not the booze i wouldn't really <laughs> recommend that but also too much water because oh. i mean do I, you wake up to pee yes Okay. But I'm a little bit old now. Well, so I am going to have like, <laughs> I've gotten, I've gotten to that honey, stage now where I'm like, I'm like a child again. That like, I must go and pee before bed because if I <laughs> don't, I'm not going to wet the bed. But I will wake up and yes. have to use the toilet. And obviously that disrupts your sleep. It's just long. Yes. Like, you don't want to open your eyes properly. You buck your toe. Like, oh, it's oh, just yeah. long. Um, so, yeah, I'm at a stage now where i have to wee wee before bed okay um so yeah wee wee before bed Mm -hmm. um things that i do the phone off before bed has been a game changer Mm. i try and um so i you guys know that i love a good journal i love a good notebook writing session Mm -hmm. love it love it love it i tend to do it in the morning but also I try and do a little bit before bed. That's kind of like my before bed ritual. Yeah. Let me just reflect on my day mm-hmm. and like sleep with the good things that happened in my day. Yeah. So that's like quite a nice thing. Also, blackout blinds are the truth. Mm-hmm. Blackout blinds are a game changer. Yeah. Um, again, taking it back to neuroscientist guy. Um, I prefer calling him neuroscientist guy. <laughs> I think that's like cool. Yeah. Um, I want a neuroscientist friend. Any of you like neuroscientists? It would be beneficial to have one. Yes. Um, But yeah, taking it back to what he suggested, Mm -hmm. um, he gave two suggestions. One was regularity mm. so the process of going to bed at a certain time and waking up at a certain time mm-hmm. um like regardless of whether it's like you're working or it's your day off or blah 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 like just having that as a constant mm-hmm. um and it's so your body's like so used to that pattern yeah that then it's just easy to follow mm-hmm. um and then you know obviously how your body responds to a certain amount of hours sleep and the effects or how you'll feel if you don't get that because now your body's so used to it. Yeah. Um, And then also um, regulating the temperature. So okay. your core body temperature drops, like, about two degrees, like, when you're about to fall asleep, like, when you're mm. relaxed and you're about to fall asleep. So he suggests, like, making sure that, like, you're, you know, you're comfortable but not too warm. So, like, maybe that might mean not wearing full pyjamas to bed or like mm-hmm. not sleeping with the heating on. Um Who does that? Oh, some people do, you know. I'm always cold, but once I'm in the bed with like the blanket or the duvet or whatever, no, I'm fine. Some people sleep with the heating on, which I think is very wild. That's mad. Um, mad. But yeah, he suggested, what did he suggest? He mentioned, sorry, that just think of like when you're in a hot country or you're somewhere that doesn't have AC or when it's just hot, here mm. in England, like how hard it is and how uncomfortable it is to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. That is the reason because your body temperature isn't regulating as quickly because of the outside temperature kind of thing. Yeah. Um so yeah just getting that optimum temperature of about eighteen degrees and that should help you drift. Okay. Yeah. Well I will try I think these do you know what I think you should do. Mm-hmm I think you should maybe start like a sleep tracking journey Mm. diary sharing session, which we can share like on our platform and see how you're getting on yeah and just have like a weekly check-in or the next time we speak on the podcast you can just like drop a little check-in let us know what you changed this week or what you've been doing this week to help with like your sleep journey Mm. of like maybe getting a full block of let's let's start with like maybe six hours a full block of six hours sleep okay and try and increase that to seven okay okay maybe also challenge <laughs> we can we can find like we can find someone who you know how we found dr hum and she you know she's a gp but like she specifically works with like women and women's health and like menopause and stuff right maybe we can find a doctor do we know any doctors that like specialize in sleep and like helping people with their sleep stuff no but like just someone who's so like like neuroscientist guy he just knows the stuff but someone who can help like help you implement certain things that might help your quality of sleep yeah that might be really interesting maybe we should look into it because you know what I think the quality of sleep I get must be very very good (laughs) (laughs) the limited amount that I get it must be good because as I said I wake up with no ill effects but maybe my body clock is I don't know done some weird thing it's like recalibrated or something yeah so four o'clock maybe i should just go to bed at like four o'clock in the afternoon but then you said like night work and things like that is not very good for you and maybe i'm not feeling any physical ill effects but maybe something on a cellular deeper level is off wow wow so maybe that's why we should find, like, a sleep doctor. Maybe we should contact... I need help, y'all. <laughs> he can do some, like, neuroscientist brain work but on you funny or enough, funny <laughs> enough, I watched a programme about sleep and it was a very long time ago now. There used to be a free paper um, or free magazine. I think it was called Miss London from... <laughs> I Like I said, I am old. And... Um, They had adverts in there. I'm sure it was in there that I saw that they wanted people... You know, like clinical trials? Yeah, yeah. They wanted people to go to like sleep clinic and they'd like give them some money and like lunch or something. (laughs) And I seriously considered doing it at one point. But then I was like, no, they're going to do things to me and I'm scared I'm not going to go. So I didn't go, but I would go now. But, um, yeah. Someone help me. Well, (laughs) we've set the task now. Let's... let's... So what do you want me to do? I want you... Mm -hmm. To find like a sleep doctor person. Sleep doctor person, yeah. And then I want you to take one task that we've discussed. Right. And implement it in like your sleep routine. From neuroscientist Sky... From Neuroscientist Guy, anything that you mentioned or found out, anything that I mentioned or found out. Oh, okay. So, for example, your task for the rest of this week will be to switch your phone off at 8.30 p.m. Okay. Well, you know what? Or switch your phone off as you get into bed. Right. Okay. I'll try. No, do you know what? (laughs) I'm going to do it. Also, because the marathon is next week, so perfect for me Mm. to implement this yeah just to see just to see just to see yeah i'm gonna try it you know i'm gonna try it and i'll let you all know okay cool so i might sign off now because i'm going for a little sleep okay at 20 past two (laughs) all right i'll do it at four o'clock because you know i gotta finish work i mean do you know what If Roger Federer can have a two, two hour nap, then so can we. But I ain't got Roger Federer money where I can say, you know what, boss lady, I'm going to my bed now. Can you like field all my emails? I'm not responding (laughs) until tomorrow. Okay. Okay. (laughs) No, but seriously, I, I might go for a sleep. Okay. All right. Sleep then. Yeah. Love you. Socials. At relatively fit. Hot. Lovely. Yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, we hope you enjoyed. And we hope we imparted some information to you all. So you all have a good night's sleep. Bye-bye. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm out. On the <laughs> <G-dop>. Bye. <laughs>